And we are back here on The Focus Show. Jim Harper, Marie Osborne, and Steve Courtney. Courts. Court Sports. One of our favorite people. What's going on? Hello. Hey. Hello. <laughs> Conspiracy continues. Oh, you know what? You're on the wrong mic. You're actually on the wrong He's mic. on now, uh, I think. There he is. Okay, there you uh, are. I'm back. Right. Uh, boy, I First miss- day in radio, Jim, this young man here. <laughs> Uh, we hear you all the time. Uh, I miss working with you on Saturday, but Cam and I are having a blast with Dave Rieger. I know you are. I uh, tune in, and it's uh, business as usual without the courtship. Yeah, but it's fun to see you again. And, of course, we're all dying to get your uh, thoughts on the Lions game. But I have a little surprise for, for both you and Marie. Oh. Really? Got a little sound bite here. It's only 30 seconds. Uh, and it, it, it begs the question of you, Steve Courtney. Is it time... To bring this back, or maybe do something like this. Oh yeah! Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Another one bites the dust, huh? Look at you, Jimmy Boy, resurrecting that. You remember who that was? You remember Spider-Man Allen? Oh yeah, Spider-Man Allen. Yep. Uh, that was the year. Previously, we went two and fourteen, and then all the all the teams in the NFL were encouraged to do a what they called a rap video. <laughs> so that's when you had the Bears did the Super Bowl shuffle, right? And LA did something. It was like, all the rage back it, in the it, day. It was so uh, there was a lot of blue train hype, and it's not uh, dissimilar from what's going on now. Yeah, and uh, hopefully. Jimmy and Miss Marie, the uh, Honolulu Blue and Silver will be able to keep it going. Uh, first things first, uh, the game, uh, Thursday night games are on Amazon Prime. Now, I'm sure there was a lot of older folk this morning. Amazon Prime? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Uh, but no, I think most folks are into <laughs> at least that Amazon exists. But how do you go about getting it? Yeah, like how, how do, do you I get that on the TV? On the TV. What number is it? Yeah, what number? What it. number is it? That's the famous line. Right? I have it because my son set it up. So there you go. But the fact of the matter is, it will be seen locally on Fox Two. So oh, good. So there you go. Sol- problem panic. solved. Problem right. solved. And the Lions get themselves a little bit of a break from the schedule makers because. Uh, they are at Lambeau Field, a.k.a. the Frozen Tundra. It will not be frozen tonight. Kickoff temperature in Green Bay expected to be 61 degrees as your Detroit Lions look to beat the pack for the fourth consecutive time. Remember the last time uh, they were at Lambeau, they knocked off the Packers and killed their postseason hopes. And, of course, that proved to be the final Packer appearance oh, that's right. for one Aaron, Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Yeah. So we really uh, spoilers then. As it turns out, he was out, not happy. No, he still isn't. Yeah, no. Uh, the Lions and Pack will go into this NFC North showdown both two and one, uh, and it looks like it's going to be a two horse race because the Bears and Minnesota Vikings, the Bubble People Eaters, are both zero and three. Now. The Packers, all-time, have a 105-75-7 edge in the series with the Detroit Lions. But Detroit has won, as I mentioned, the last three. Uh, Here's the deal. The Packers are going to try and build a little momentum. Uh, They established last Sunday when they produced one of the biggest comebacks in franchise history, scoring 18 unanswered points in the final 11 minutes 
of an 18-17 win over the Saints. The Lions, meanwhile, coming off a 20-6 win over the visiting Atlanta Falcons, who had beaten the Packers, ironically enough, 25-24 a week earlier. It has been a sensational rookie class for the Lions. Kudos to General Manager Brad Holmes. Uh, How about Sam Laporta, Uh, a tight end that is quickly becoming a household name uh, in the National Football League, not to mention defensive back Brian Branch. Laporta, 18 receptions, the most receptions by a tight end in his first three games. Laporta surpassed the mark set by Keith Jackson, the great one, in Philadelphia 35 years ago. And the Lions win over the Falcons. Brian Branch, talk about making a name for yourself, became the first defensive back since at least 1994 to have 10 overall sacks, three tackles for loss, uh, two passes defended in a game, a partridge in a pear tree. What else? Uh, Running back Jameer Gibbs, uh, linebacker Jack Campbell, who had his first sack uh, as an NFL player last week in the win over Atlanta. Uh, they both contributed, as did offensive tackle Cor- uh, Colby Sorsdahl, a seventh-round selection. Uh, the Packers, they've got an interesting rookie class. Jaden Reed, the former Spartan, and Dontavian Wicks have combined for three touchdown receptions. Uh, now, there is an uh, interesting note here as we look forward to this tilt as far as the offenses go. The Lions have an NFL leading 386 scrimmage yards. The Packers, that's tops, by the way, uh, in the NFL uh, from rookies. The Packers rank second with 371. Uh, important to note, the personnel uh, for the Lions, you know, they have been a bit banged up. Uh, they are hoping, and there's been conflicting reports as to whether or not running back David Montgomery and your left offensive tackle Taylor Decker uh, would be available. It looks as though they will be. Keep your fingers crossed. They had limited practice this week, both of them, and were listed as questionable. Uh, Ditto for safety Kirby Joseph. Cornerback Emmanuel Mosley, one of the new guys, haven't seen him uh, in a game yet. He had limited practice as well. He is questionable, as is guard Jonah Jackson. Uh, We know that fullback Jason Kaminda, offensive tackle Matt Nelson, and the big guard, Big V, Mr. Vitae, uh, with that knee, he uh, he is out. All three of those fellows are out. So, uh, look, it's rather simple. The uh, Lions defensively put on a show last week, uh, sacking Desmond Ritter seven times. It'd be nice for them to put that pressure on uh, Jordan Love. You know, he's making his uh, first go-around as a Packers starter. Give him a little something-something to think about. Steve, let's talk for just a, let's take a little right turn here. Let's just talk for a second about Miguel Cabrera. This is a big weekend for him. The last game on Sunday, of course. Last night he had a great night. Just the city's just showing so much love to this guy. Uh, for all the right reasons. Yeah. Um, been watching a lot of Tiger baseball over the years. And as I've mentioned before, uh, the legendary Al Kaline, Mr. Tiger, uh, his career a little bit before me uh, in his prime. Uh, but he was a hell of a hitter. Now, I will say. As far as my two eyes have seen, uh, Miguel Cabrera, the best Tiger hitter uh, ever. Uh, he goes yard last night. Uh, the place went absolutely crazy. Yeah, he was number four in the season, which is unmiggy-like, but for crying out loud, he's 40 years old. Right. In his illustrious career, number 511, that tied Mel Ott for 25th on the all-time list. He also tied Storman Norman Cash for second wow. in Tiger's history with 373 home runs. Look, the dude's hitting 255 with four home runs in 95 games. It is time to leave, but he's doing it in fine fashion. Well said, my friend. Yeah, for sure.
All right, I guess we're out of here now. I was just thinking some some of our politicians should take a note from Miguel Cabrera's playbook about <laughs> leaving gracefully, right? Just I'll thought say. I'd throw that in there. <laughs> All right, we're out of here. Thanks for uh, indulging us. We'll talk to you guys soon. And uh, we'll be on Saturday with the Great Michigan Weekend, 8 to 10, here on WJR. Marie, thank you. Thank this you, This was so Jim. much fun. Always fun. Thank you. Have a great afternoon, everyone.